The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Welcome back to the Roaring Peacock Podcast. This is the match review of Leeds United nil, the referee nil, and Manchester United nil, and everybody who is watching also nil. My name's Adonis, (laughs) and you know me as the Adelites on Twitter. It's a very good hello from me joining us today to discuss this uh, sort of miserable waste of time. Uh, Rob at Juicy Rob. Hi, hi, hi. And uh, the Warden of the North at Sam Ward LUFC. Afternoon, everybody. Okay, so first thoughts then, lads. Uh, Wardy? Uh, yeah, it was a lot to be desired that game, wasn't it? Defended really well, though, which is one positive we can take from it, but I think both sides were just not really at it today. Um, not the game that I expected it to be at all, actually. Um, I mm. thought it'd be much, much more end-to-end and a lot more chances, but we did restrict them to not many chances as well. That, is, that you know, is a big positive. Mm. Uh, loose passes everywhere. Um, mm. They were on the spent half the time on the floor. Uh, yeah. I know there was a few, a few big challenges, but there were a lot of times where they were just going down, and, and the ref was buying it every single time. Mm. Pretty frustrating. But look, it's a point, and I think that's what twelve points from Liverpool, Chelsea. Man United and City. So, you know, you'd take that all day long, wouldn't you? Um, so, yeah, it's, 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 I'm happy, but yeah, it wasn't the best game, was it? Let's not, let's be honest. Yeah, the ref was buying it and Man United were, yeah. were paying. Um, yeah. Rob, first thoughts? Yeah, it's the same. It was a game that was devoid of quality, really, wasn't it? I think um, the bench won them more free kicks than the actual, you know, possession of the player or the player going down for an actual foul. A few tasty tackles, like Sam said, but overall it was a, a drab affair. And I think the final ball or the lacking of a final ball quality from both sides showed. Um, and it was a drab nil-nil. But like you say, the start of this run of three games, if you'd have said we'd take five points off City, Liverpool and Man United in this little mini block in April uh, and go undefeated so far, then, yeah, I think we would have taken that, wouldn't we? So uh, happy with the point, but a boring affair. Yeah. Um, reverse fixture was 6-2. Uh, we played a lot better than that. Uh, and it was a lot tighter of a game. So massive improvement throughout the season, um, which is obviously great to see. Um, let's talk about the handball then. Was it a handball? You see him give him, don't you? It's one of them. He uh, did sort of seem to put his hand out a bit. I, I think in his line of vision, I don't think I don't think he meant to do that. But you do definitely see them given. And if it was if the you know if it was on the other way around, I really do think that Scum would be getting a penalty there. Mm. If it was if it was us, you know, the reverse of that. But uh, yeah, you, you want it given, but it's not really, is it? He didn't mean to do it, but yeah, you see them given. Rob. Yeah, it's, it's not a penalty for me, but uh, the point is the consistency again, isn't it? Because was it Newcastle got one or one against Newcastle where it brushed his arm uh, yeah. in exactly the same manner? So for me, it's not a penalty, but the consistency of refereeing and use of VAR is a joke and it has been all season. So, yeah. yeah. Yep, for me, he's so he's he, sure his movement is moving towards his own goal and then the ball's coming across and you can see his arm move towards the ball and and I think that that's that's an unnatural movement because you wouldn't move your arm backwards when you're running forwards. If you see what I mean, 
Yeah. Um, so I, I think I think he's moved his hand, his arm towards the ball, and I do think it's hit hit him under the the sleeve. But his arm's like very close to his side. Um, but it goes just goes back to this whole thing of I don't know what's a handball anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't, yeah, you don't like you say some some are given, some aren't. You know, it really depends who's refing and who, who's VARing. So yeah. Right, and I think that might be the problem with the that the refs have as well. Um, not yeah. to on a day that I find it very hard to sympathise with the referee, but maybe they don't even know the rules anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah okay. I think Ailing got frustrated, didn't he? He told was it the lino? He told the linesman at one point. I've seen it going around on Twitter already, where he said, "Stop waiting for VAR. You know it's offside." Re- in, yeah. He said something like, "Raise your fucking flag," and yeah. then the ref, pardon my language, and then the the um, Sky, Sky Sports had to say sorry if you'd heard any bad language there but you can see it boiling over in the players now this lack of clarity on decisions is so frustrating what's a foul what's a handball just some more consistency it's a joke Yeah, I love how like Sky were becoming you know you, yeah. you, you sorry. swear apologise then <laughs> apologise if you heard oh, any bad yeah. language uh... <laughs> I think this is like 17 po- podcasts and I, I think this is like I swore on episode one and episode 17 is <laughs> there's right. been a big gap where I've not kept my tongue <laughs> there's not a lot of call for, for swearing on the youth pod to be fair though no, um, no you're right but the, on match reviews trust me we can uh... <laughs> <laughs> many a swear word has been yes said. we can dabble in the swear words it um, was a paraphrased quote from Luke Ailing <laughs> <laughs> right it was Luke, not I. Your honour. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I think. Uh, to be honest, I think Alioski as well. He, he. You could see him screaming. He. He. He got called offside, and mm. he. He must have ran another 50, 60 meters, and then Lionel put his flag up. It must be. It really must be annoying as a player to. You know. To. It's not. You know. You're using a lot of energy them sprinting, aren't you? And. Yeah. Um, you know. You. You're about to what you think get into a crossing position. You look across and he's put it, he's put his flag up way late. It must it does it must get annoying. They are a dirty team, aren't they? They're yeah. a dirty, frustrating, boring watch, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, that reverse fixture was an anomaly uh, yeah. when it comes to, to scum. I mean, yeah. you can't get more of an anomaly. They wanted to talking about starting this their own super league. They're rolling around on the floor at every minute asking for a free kick. That's not entertaining. Nobody wants to watch that. No. How much are they going to sell the Super League for if that's the entertainment on offer? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's laughable that they think that that brand of football is any better than Mourinho's. Yeah. Like, is it is isn't it that they're like eleventh nil nil or something this season yeah. or a lot of, across all competitions? They're a boring watch, and yeah. anyone that thinks that style of football is quality. Is, is is misguided for me. They they are terrible to watch. Do, do terrible. they even have a style though? That's the thing. Like for me, they're just a group of very expensive players on a pitch getting told by someone way out of his depth. Told you know he's telling them what to do. It it doesn't come across as me that they've got a style at all. They're just they're just boring. He's not a good manager. He's just got a good set of players that are very expensive. It doesn't. Yeah, fuck them. I don't. don't it's like embarrassing, it. isn't it? It's embarrassing. Yeah, it We've spent how much money on players? Yeah. Um, and then, the, you know, people like Bruno Fernandes, people are talking about him like, oh, he needs to win Premier League player of the season or whatever, ahead of, you know, of people like the De Bruyne's of this world. What's he done today? Mm. Nothing. Been he's... in Calvin Phillips' back pocket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's been fondled by Calvin Phillips. Yeah. You know, Calvin Phillips even had time to go and keep, put Pogba in his back pocket when yeah. he came <laughs> as well and, and keep Fernandes in yeah. the other pocket at the same time. Two Covering both of them. 
And all he did was all he did was roll on the floor and then lie there and look pleadingly at the referee. Come on. Yeah. Where's my freaky? Yeah, where's my freaky? <laughs> Come on. Embarrassing player it of the was. season. Never. Floor gymnastics of the season. Um, okay, so let's have a look at some magic moments then. A magic moment, anybody? Shall I go first? When yeah, we got go a free on. kick. Yeah. Um, it was in the 56th minute. The ref gave us a free kick and I cheered it like a goal. There yeah. you go. That was my magic moment. Yeah, I've got one. Just thought of it. Meslier's save from the um, Rashford free kick. That was good a good save. save. Solid. A bit theatrical by pushing it over, but um, a good save. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're giving them max out of uh, max out of six now, like uh, in the diving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a bit over the top, Ilian. I know the game was boring, but please, come on. <laughs> yeah. Flair touch. Yeah. What uh... it, it was... I don't know. I, I I can't really think of many, if I'm honest. I just enjoyed the midfield battle with, with Phillips and Fernandez. Um, I know that's not a key moment, but I can't really pick anything out. I'm sorry. I think, yeah, like you say, with that save, um, yeah, it, it was a pretty shit game, let's be honest. I, I can't okay. really pick much out of it. I'm sorry. Now, I know the ref made it all about him, uh, mm. but let's make it all about somebody else. Uh, so, man of the match then. Well, I think it's the obvious for me. It's got to be Calvin. I think he kept midfield in control. He played Bruno Fernandes at his own game and better. He was everywhere where he wanted to be. He was like glue. And then when Pogba came on, he did the same when he moved it. When Koch came on, sorry, he moved uh, to a more forward role. He did the exact same with Pogba. So for me, I think Calvin, man of match. Okay. What it? <laughs> yeah, for, for me, it's it's got to be Phillips as well. I mean, he kept Fernandez quiet all game and he's by far their most threatening player. By far. Mm. He's the most creative player. He literally carries the team when I've seen them play and mm. Phillips just had him on toast all game. Um, there was I was just screaming at the telly whenever he you know, tackled him, blocked him. I was like, fucking get him, Phillips, every time. <laughs> Did the right number on him and that's a big reason why they couldn't really do a lot because... It was Fernandez was getting kept quiet by Phillips. So yeah, Calvin yeah. Phillips all day for me. Well, that's two for Phillips, so I have to pick somebody else, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's gonna be a very boring podcast. We all agree, yeah. we all say exactly the same thing, yeah. same opinion. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you very much to the Tune in next about. week. <laughs> <laughs> for some more boring info. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so Ailing, I thought, had a fantastic game. Yeah, Absolutely did. brilliant. Um yeah. He basically did nothing wrong. There were just two misplaced passes in the last 10 minutes where, you know, we maybe we didn't need that at the, at the time. Um, but uh, him and uh, Lorente, I thought, was yeah, you're right, immense as well. Yep. Strauch yeah. was great yep. too. Um, I, I, even Halioski played okay. He did. Even yep. even Roberts was, was making things happen in the first yep. half. Um, there were some good touches at times from Costa as well. I thought it was like, it was without anybody shining, mm. um, it was, it was quite a good, it yeah. was quite a good performance from, from the majority of the team. Um, but if I had to pick one, I'd say um, Luke Ailing. That's different from Phillips, obviously. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Clearly Phillips is man of that. <laughs> yeah. You did expect get, it though, don't you? Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. Did, did Sky give him it as well? I know at the end they sort of zoomed in on him and said, "Oh, you know, he did did a great job today." But I didn't see him give him out of a match. I didn't but, see who got it. No, yeah, it should be Phillips, shouldn't it? Really? 
I don't know. But on that basis, should Luke Ayling and and Calvin Phillips be going to the Euros for England? I mean, yeah. What's, what's another right back in amongst another fucking five or six? <laughs> <laughs> Just chuck another right back in the mix. <laughs> I mean, I'd obviously love to see him there. I'd love to see him there, but there is quite an order, like a queue in front of him, sorry. Um, yeah. So... I would love to see it just because I absolutely love Ailing, love love what he stands for, love just love seeing him on the pitch. He's always smiling, always chatting, always winding people up. It'd just be great to see that on the international stage, wouldn't it? But I think there is quite a few people ahead of him in Gareth Southgate's eyes. But if it was down to me, he'd be starting. But you know, every English player in in the Leeds team would be starting for England. But yeah, there's a big queue in there. Mm. Unfortunately, he kept Rashford quiet though. He did, yeah, yeah, he did well. Yeah. Didn't do, didn't do anything all game, Rashford. Okay, um, so I think there's two things that need to be scrapped here or talked about being scrapped. One is um, that the games that happen in the middle of the day, because they're generally, mm-hmm. you know, for me, okay, Leeds United versus Man United was always in the middle of the day because of the crowds, because of the crowd trouble. And now it's that they've started to have these games in the middle of the day because of the television rights. So they they... That's like prime time in Asia or whatever. So, um, but they're always boring. You know, there's, and the other thing about it was a Leeds United, Man United game has never looked so dull. Like I've never, just because the crowd isn't there, it didn't feel right at all. Like it felt, it, it felt like the first time when there were no crowds in a game. You know, again, it just didn't feel right. It, it was like looking at something completely out of place, you know, like yeah. a a chef, uh, a, a fat chef in a in a ballet or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it, hmm. probably there's, there's no spectacle. There was no showpiece. Best there was no... <laughs> it's a great analogy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I'd expect when I go to yeah. the ballet to watch the Nutcracker is, you know, a fat chef coming up and just whip something <laughs> on the <little. laughs> It's, it was it was there's no spectacle is there there's no there was no pizzazz if that's the right word no. there's nothing about it that screamed screamed good quality but they've got no excuse i've got a good friend who's a man united fan that before the game said you know oh we're gonna stuff you we're gonna turn up because there's been no midweek game we've got a pretty much fully fit squad now um you know we can bring off a cavani off the bench and da 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 they just looked average and there was nothing there's they looked there looked to be nothing rested about them um mind you they didn't look to be anything rested about us either did they really, really yeah quite poor. no just just back on that when you were saying about crowds on it it was annoying because when this fixture list first came out and i saw all these games in april i fully expected us to be back in the stadium by then yeah so yeah. I, I, yeah. When, it, when it's slowly come up to this you're like oh, we should be there and i thought oh we should, like by april you know when we're back in september or august when the fixtures get released or june even mm. you think oh you know this time next year you you'll you'll be you know everyone will be back in but yeah it's a real shame they weren't and um but like you say, we're safe and we're going to be there next year. So we're just going to give them both barrels next year instead. Yeah. Instead, we get to go West Brom at home. A few <laughs> thousand of us. Woo! I mean, <laughs> and Watford and uh, yeah, oh God, Norwich. Yeah, Welcome again. back to the Premier League. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So another thing that needs to get in the bin, uh, referees. Uh, I thought that that was the biggest advertisement for overhaul. Uh, and the, the change of the laws, uh, and as, as well as, as as the refereeing, terrible. 
Yeah. It was just so influenced by everyone else. Any player screaming at him, bench, manager, whatever it was, he was yeah. giving it. And whoever shouted the loudest, give it. And it's just like, I hate that. Yep. And VAR, when they're checking for a penalty and he's clearly dived, like Bruno Fernandes clearly yeah. dived. Um, yeah. Yellow card, free kick, yellow card. Yep. Don't dive. Uh, how many times have we said that this season as well? We've said that so many times. If you're mm. looking and they have dived, it should yeah. be yellow cards. That's plain and simple. Yeah. That's what the rules are. Mm. But yeah. Okay. Overall feeling then uh, for me is. Take a listen to ourselves. We're disappointed. I know. We're disappointed yeah, at exactly. not beating yeah. second place team. Forget forget that they're scum. But also drawing with scum. You know, we lost 4-0 in a friendly in, out in Australia. You know, fair enough under odd circumstances. But still, they tore us apart on the counter-attack. We lost 6-2. <laughs> Again, they tore us apart on the counter-attack. Our defence has come under so much question this season. And... We won the day. The defence won the day. Yeah. Um, so initial reaction was, I fucking hate this ref, anti-football. I hate Man United. Why are they like this? Ah! <laughs> you know, and like Rob was saying, missing that bit of quality, that bit of pizzazz, you know, yeah. Rafinha we missed oh, yes. today. Yeah. It would have um, fun. But... We have got a point against uh, a, a very good team in the end, and we've proven so many critics run this season. So, final thoughts then. Rob? Up into ninth, we've had a good run in April. We're unbeaten against very good teams. We've played well. We managed to beat City. The Liverpool game, we, you could argue we could have got that in the second half. And today, if we'd have won 1-0, you, you could have seen it come in, you know, if we'd, have, if we'd have managed to get the win and you wouldn't have been disappointed like you, you just mentioned, Donny. So, overall feeling of positivity... And um, let's just see out the rest of the season. Maybe give some of the younger guys a chance. I'm a big advocate of that, but I know Bielsa isn't. And <laughs> Robbie, Robbie Gott's been the example of his run on the benches. So yeah. I would have liked to have seen Somerville pop on, um, you know, when he took um, Harrison off maybe. But it is what it is. We got the point. Marching on and on and on and on. Okay. Like Woody? Agree um, completely, by the way, Rob. Yeah, yeah, spot on. I, I was just, yeah, it's just nice to see the, the us progress and, you know, how, how we've grown this season from getting absolutely battered 6-2 to drawing and just having a really strong defensive display. Um, I think that's one brilliant thing to come out of these hard games is the fact that defensively we look absolutely spot on. And, you know, you're entering striker building a great partnership and long may that continue. I know Cooper's coming in, but, you know, that for me, them two are doing absolutely brilliantly. Um, yeah, it's, it's all positive. Look, we've, 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 We've played some big, big teams and got some really good results. And like Rob said, up to ninth. I mean, come on, like, who thought it would be this high? I certainly didn't um, with this with this little time left. And we've got some pretty bang average teams coming up. I think we can do Tottenham. Um, and then after that, we've got some pretty, yeah, pretty bang average teams. So let's look forward to them. Um, great defensive display today. Um, and yeah, marching on. Let's, let's keep this train going. Excellent. I wholeheartedly agree with uh, everybody. Um, so unlike Arsenal fan TV, where everybody shouts at each other and disagrees, uh, this is uh, the Rory Peacock Legion United fan channel, where we all agree. Friends. <laughs> Friends. Um, so if you liked this video and like this stuff, uh, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel if uh, Legion United is your thing. Maybe you want to smash the subscribe button like a fist to the chest. There you go.
you like that? Um, okay. And uh, if you're listening on the podcast, that won't mean anything to you. Uh, you can find us at um, Peacock's Raw on Twitter. And my name is Adonis, and you know me as at the Adelites. And it's a very goodbye from me. And joining us today was at Juicy Rob. Goodbye. And the Warden of the North at Sam Ward LUFC. Ta ta, everyone. Come on. <laughs> Most of our stats come from LUFC Stats or LUFC Data on Twitter. A very special thanks to Barney Stewart, Cooper Ewan and Howard Metcalf, Josh Pearson, Laura, Leon and Rob, The Light Show and all our family and friends. So many games to play, don't care what's on your mind I should have said